We want to welcome everyone back to BNB Presents the Black Media Podcast. And we got a great show tonight, as we always do. But before we get into that, my name is Ben. And to my right. Hey, y'all. You got me. You got Nada. Um, I don't know why I always do this. Have y'all noticed this? Every time I say my name, I always lean in. Have y'all seen that? I don't think they've seen it. Because you all of you can't see. Is that what it is? I think you want to make sure we see you. But anyway, I'm sorry for leaning in, but that's that's my that's my that's my move. Okay, I lean in when I when I'm greeting myself. Um, hey y'all, it's me. It's Nada. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, to my right, who we got? Nada, Nada gave us a synopsis of how she introduced herself. It's Betty, y'all. What up, though? Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, all that great stuff. We are back again, and we are focused on giving y'all some good content. So hey, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Now, uh, Sunday, March 27th was uh, the Oscars, and of course, Will Smith had the incident with Chris Rock, and it was so much focused on that that we really didn't get a chance to highlight some of the good moments that happened at the Oscars, uh, especially among Black folk. Hit uh, we had, Hit we had, first of all, we had our good friend, Will Packer, who's a, produced a lot of great films, uh, has some great uh, reality shows that are currently on OWN. Uh, he produced the whole thing, so that was his show. Uh, on top of, not only did he produce it, but there was a lot of, uh, what they call HBCU attendees and graduates who were on staff for the Oscars. Uh, Will won an Oscar for King Richard, uh, and I think he was like the fifth black person to win an Oscar, going from like Sidney Poitier, 1963, Denzel Washington, 2001, Jamie Foxx, 2004, Forrest Whitaker, 2006, and here we are, Mr. Will Smith, 2020, 2022, I should say. Uh, who else we have as far as highlights? Ariana DeBose won for Best Supporting Actress for West Side Story. She had a pretty great speech. I hope you all get a chance to check that out. Uh, and who else? With her Quest speech better Love. than Will? Mm, yeah, not a lot of crying and emotion in it. She was just, you know, she was she was able to stand, yeah, she stand strong. In her speech, like, at all. <laughs> all right, y'all. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take away from the from the good. Yeah, we're gonna keep it positive. We're gonna keep it positive. Keep going. And of course, what really overshadowed by the slap was uh the best documentary, which was uh Quest Love and his team won for Summer of Soul, which is currently on Hulu. So check that out. And of course, the best documentary short subject was Queen of Basketball. And I think LeBron James Production Company, uh, directed by Ben Proudfoot, all kind of put that project together. And of course, uh, Regina Hall hosted with uh, Wanda Sykes. Beyonce performed. You know you got to do something when people don't even pay attention to Beyonce. So Beyonce performed. I don't even think the Beehive knew that. I know not even know that because not is not a Beyonce fan. So a lot of great things. Happened. I didn't say I'm not a Beyonce fan. On your shit, not on your shit. On your shit, we got I'm you. We my got shit. you recorded three times. I've never said I'm not a fan of her. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, we'll save that for another episode. I don't want the Beehive so, coming after me. <laughs> all those great things happened, and that uh, unfortunately didn't get a spotlight shined on them uh, because of the situation that happened. But you know. It was it was still a great season. Uh, what was kind of confused, I think we all kind of discussed in various group chats, was that all the media outlets saying they had no choice but to talk about the slap, but you really had a choice to talk about something else. So yeah. let's not play that card. But to get on some to some better intellectual 
uh, what did they say, a provoking conversation. We were all watching OLG this past weekend. OLG stands for Old Lady Gang, and that's where Todd Tucker and Candy Burris Tucker, who's from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, she has wrangled her, her, her what's these, her, her mother and aunties together to open up this restaurant. And in this particular episode, we know Todd had never participated in cooking in the kitchen. So the question that Nada posed was, can you really be a business owner if you haven't really been invested in all aspects of your business? Did I get that right, Nada? Yes. Yes, now, go ahead. Now, let me, you know, let me speak on that because when it comes, <clears throat> when they're always showing his segment, him and Candy sitting down doing a little interview or whatever, he's very opinionated about how the others that he's put in those positions run the business. But the thing is, you're looking from the outside in and you're kind of like providing your opinion without necessarily walking the same path that they've done. Um, as If you have the money, it's easy to start a business. But knowing all the operations behind it and what they do, that's like, that's like another element that I think he's missing there. So it was good to see him actually get his hands dirty in the kitchen this episode, uh, you know, trying to do the orders, which, you know, came out cold because he couldn't keep up with the the the, the um, service requests that were coming in. The macaroni was cold. I think somebody had some cold crab cakes. Nobody <laughs> wants to be a pro. You know, so now he's going to see how everything comes full circle. When if the kitchen is not running properly, food is getting sent back because the customers are not happy. Now he's going to see how those things are affecting his wallet because that's, that's money wasted. So, so they were just dumping food in that episode. It was just like... Yes. So I think now <laughs> when his management staff or his cook line comes to him and tell him the things that are challenging those type of situations, he'll have a better understanding. Um, and I wish, him more, that generator went out. <laughs> I wish more owners of businesses would kind of take that approach instead of just, you know, obviously they can't because they have so much on their plate, but it's just good to see them, you know, taking that approach to try to mm get an understanding of what needs to change and see what their staff is really going through. So I appreciated it. It was, it was a good move. Yeah. yeah I think for this particular aspect, especially with the restaurant, uh, he had no idea about certain equipment, not working properly. Uh, certain things were not, you know, and, you know, in, in a perfect order to get food out in a timely manner. And I would say Betty as a business owner, do you think you would be as successful as you are if you had not been hands-on with selecting product and getting certain things built and getting certain things manufactured and produced? I think that, um, so it's different to be an investor in a business and mm -hmm. um, to actually build your business and build your brand. I think it's important for you as, I mean, you know, everybody has a different level of, um, um, obligations everybody doesn't have the same amount of obligations or time to put into the business so sometimes you trust other people to do that work for you you pay them and you have them do everything else you know essentially I don't have that luxury but I think that it's important for me to be able to know the ins and outs of my business because I need to know how right. it works I need to be really hands-on when I pick colors and I put colors together I need to make sure I'm hands-on it's still taking me um, my business launched almost a year ago and I projected to have my skincare line out within four months and I'm still not 100% on board with the product that I have. So I'm back 
trying to figure out my skincare products. So if I trusted that to somebody else, who knows, you know? So I think it's very important to be hands-on and know the ins and outs. I'm teaching my daughter the business. I'm teaching her everything from the beginning to end because if God forbid I'm not around, she needs to know how to do it. But she will have that foundation. She would know the why behind. A lot of times people don't know your vision, right? You can tell Mm -hmm. them your vision, but you have to be able to really show them what your vision is, your purpose for your business. And then also, ain't nobody going to be invested in your money like you are. Ain't nobody invested in your name like you are. So it's very important for you to be able to to produce that, uh, even from a managerial standpoint, not even um, an entrepreneur. From a managerial standpoint, I don't understand how you can tell somebody how to do something without you actually knowing how to do it yourself. Um, There's a lot of time. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm listening. No, there are a lot of times where you get managers and establishments who are good with managing, maybe tasks, good with managing people, but they don't know the ins and outs of the job. So we all know that, right? We get people who come in from another company, they promote it over somebody who's been doing the job for X amount of time. Now you're trying to show them how to do this business and how to work this business while they are managing your task. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's very important for you to actually know the ins and outs of how the business works if you're going to be managing or if you're an owner of an operation. I, I think it's just important. That's how people think- get that's how people get you know money stolen from them. That's yeah. how you know um funds get misappropriated. So you know it's 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 just important from my standpoint. Do you think that his lack of involvement is why they're having so much issues? So I should say so many issues at that particular restaurant because they're not as involved, you know, as they are with maybe a blaze or with some of Candy's other businesses that may be, you know, spawning. Like Don Juan is there every day. Don Juan is yeah, I was about to say, on. I don't think that they're very hands-on with any of their businesses, but I think the reason that they may not be as successful at this location, because first of all, let's just be clear. Um, like I said before, nobody's going to be invested in your business like you are. These are not high paid employees. High, you know, when you pay people, you know, minimum wage or close to minimum wage, they're not going to be invested in how it turned out. They just going to get their check. You know, they, they're not really invested in the product or how it turns out. They don't really take pride in it like you would. So sometimes you have to pay people. Like if you, if you expect for them to have a certain level of care for your business, if you expect for them to have a certain level of detail, then you have to pay them in order for them to, produce the way you want them right. to produce you know you get mad at mcdonald's because your food is not what you expect well what the fuck you expect you paying people eight dollars you think these people is is making a life career out of making your big bag like no they not they don't give a fuck they're gonna take their 462 dollars and go battle some jays and go on about their business whatever the case is how much ever they make you know i'm just giving a, a rough figure so it, it, it's difficult. It's, it's, it's always going to be difficult for Candy and, and Todd to get um, valuable employees at that location because they just not invested. You got people who yep. have whole bachelor degrees hosting tables. Yep. Like they ain't here for the long, the long haul. They, they probably here to get on this show now. But I still think that you can be making, you know, not the most amount of money, but still but I just think kind of go back to what a lot of people say when they don't see Candy and Todd taking an interest in the business. And then it's kind of like, well, shit, if you don't give a fuck, well, why should I give a fuck? On top of the, the not making as much money, it, it kind of all, I think, goes hand in hand uh, to a certain that, degree. Okay, so let me say this. 
I, I would agree with you, Benny. Now, did you have another point to make? I'm sorry. I just kept talking. I feel mm-hmm. like you might have. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like, so let's just say this. So I've had a job where I probably wasn't making the most money. Like I, I wasn't. But everybody at this job, we were all on the same pay level. And we worked our asses off because we actually cared about the job. It wasn't like, um, it wasn't like, um, like, I think we took pride in what we did. Like, we actually wanted to accomplish right. a goal. But I don't think these people do that here. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, let me rephrase that. Looking no. back, <laughs> let me say this. Looking back at that time, I know that I wasn't making a lot of money. But at that time, the money was sufficient. And it was probably more than I had made previously. So, I, you know, I was invested to make sure that I, you know, took care of my job. I didn't want to get fired. I didn't want to, you know, lose the money that I was making. So we all did our part to make sure that everything ran smoothly. But these people don't. I, I just, I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. They gonna have a high turnover rate. Because I'm looking at how I know it's kind of two different industries, but I, when I look at Kaleidoscope and how Judy is involved with everything, and the employees seem to have a little bit more, even though she has like factory workers uh, who probably is not making as much as you know operations manager over at uh, at Kaleidoscope. But I just see that by she's being involved. And they could put a name with a face. It seems like they're more engaged and more a part of making sure the vision is fulfilled as opposed to with this whole OLG thing. So do you think that they see more of Judy? So do you think, because I probably didn't watch Brett Loves Judy and maybe you're getting more insight on Kaleidoscope from that show, maybe? Yeah, that's kind of where I'm getting the insight from how she was kind of. But do you think that they're saying, do you think that Judy is more involved with her employees than Kenny and Todd are? Is that what you're saying? I think from a from a from a certain level, it, it appears to be like I think Candy and Todd interact with the employees, but it's not necessarily. You just don't see, like you always see uh, Judy promoting Kaleidoscope, no matter where she goes. But we don't never really hear Todd and Candy promoting OLG. Like, oh, this is our baby. We have pride in this. So it kind of doesn't make. But you don't. But I think I think the I think it's a it's a difference though. Like yeah. Judy has a, a a social media presence, right? So okay. her business probably I. I think her business blew up because of her social media presence. Todd and Candy don't never have to promote their business at all. People know who Todd and Candy are. Right. They never gonna have to promote. They if they never run a old lady gang uh, commercial, if they never run an <laughs> old lady gang um, billboard, if they never, you know, what I'm saying like if they never put a promotion on the radio, like people are still gonna flock there because they know that this is Candy and Ty's thing. I think that Judy has probably had to be more hands on and promote her business because that's how her business was, you know, built or started. Built. Now she may not have to do it as much as when she first started, but I think that, that was the reason. Um, but as far as as far as like you said, them them not having to run a commercial, it's all built on reputation. So don't you think that? They should be more involved to make sure they put out a great product because if you expect excellence oh okay we we know the todd and candy brand over here but when we come to this restaurant it's just it's not lining up with what we ex- were expecting can, so can we be that, can we be honest do you think do you think do you think <laughs> no, i'm saying but i'm saying do you think that they really are like candy has what candy cares that's her nonprofit. she right. has the bedroom candy you know the candy code entertainment she has a plethora of different businesses that oh, yeah. she's running. Um, and Old Lady Gang is probably not the most profitable one. It's probably not the one that's on the, the forefront. I think that um, 
old lady gang is probably to pay homage to her family that's why it's close to her but i don't think that if old lady gang was to close down she would be, oh yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? I, don't, I just don't feel like that i don't feel like that's her main focus i don't feel like you know it's a a, a chicken shack i mean chicken and waffle joint you know what i'm saying i don't know I'm just thinking that when you read the reviews from like when you get an insight about your business from reviews online, it's kind of like you don't have your hand on the pulse to even notice. So like when they like when the she people, laughed at the she laughed at yeah, the that's people what I'm saying. saying drinker was rude. She right. don't give a deal. That's and what that's, I'm and that, I mean, I think that's to your point though, Benny. I think <laughs> yeah, not a laughing, but I think that is to your point. Like they don't give a damn. Why should we give a damn? So I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Whereas, like, if Judy had a bad review, I'm pretty sure she would be talking to that employee. Like, hey, so and so, we we was on we was on online. We seen that they called you out personally for having bad customer service. Let's deal with this now, as opposed to like, yeah, that's just how she is. Like, no, that's. <laughs> it's not it's not okay <laughs> not what are your thoughts on it it's not okay, it's not okay. Um, but i think he got a, a, a eye-opening experience being in that kitchen uh it's a just, lot of work yeah so and you think you can you do it because you consideration you really need to take that in consideration when you're just barking out these orders right and, and have an understanding you know where the disconnect is between you and your employees yeah you're the boss you're the owner but at the same time, you have to take off that hat and just be a regular employee to understand where they're coming from. The goal is to have a business that's thriving, not off of your name, right. but off of your service, service your, right. your product. And your so, business is only going to be as good as the people that you have working for you. So if exactly. They, yeah, that's not going to work. And, no, and, and, you know, if there is a disconnect between you and your employees, they're going to dread coming in. When they do come in, their performance is not going to be the best. It's going to be at that complaining level. We all had yeah. that shitty job before. Like you, you don't produce. We all had not, that job. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't produce when you're not motivated. So right. hopefully, that's why I worked my ass off. You do. She is just funny, but let me stop. But um, and and the reason I was. <laughs> I was just going to say, I hope in future episodes, we'll get to see the more turnaround and see, yeah, more engagement from Todd and Candy for their employees. Um, one thing is kind of off topic, but I want to touch on. I am so glad that Don Juan took the time to sit down and talk to Brian about his variety. Because, you know, he didn't have to do that. He could right. base it off of performance and got rid of him. So that's another good thing to, to do is like see that person as a person and not just a number in your finance book as far as employment how right. much you paying them like get to know the person and find out how you can actually help them as a person i thought that was a really dope moment in the episode i think he had a good breakthrough moment too with um in a different philip. episode with philip though too yep. um yep. and i think and now that that is a good point to make like you one of the things i think one of the quotes i think is that people don't quit because of the job they quit because of management i think is yeah, a quote yeah, that i read a, a quote, and yeah. i definitely believe time, that yeah. I, I definitely Absolutely. believe that and i think that it's important to build relationships with people and yeah. um you know and really you know see what because it could be a number of things. it's just like students like you got a student that's always acting up in your class it's a reason like it's not you know they're not just doing it just because and you you really have to see people bring a lot of um stuff with them sometimes it's hard to even get out the bed in the morning for people yep. yeah. let alone travel to work and put on the face and do this mm -hmm. 
punk ass job that you want me to do i mean you know i'm i signed up for the job but you know what i'm saying like sometimes right, it's yeah. not easy for people so i think that it's definitely important now that that was a good point um people like to be valued as people not just a number or an employee and i think as as uh fragile as he is within his sobriety because he's talking about he only uses wine right now right and, you know based off of what he's used in the past you could tell that, that he's still fragile in, in that aspect. So having oh. Don Juan reach out to him and show that he actually cares about his sobriety, that may just be the spark that he needs to keep, to keep going. Yeah. And he went through a lot. He lost his sister. His sister, sister. killed herself. And you know yep. what? Not even out of not even him just talking about the wine though, you know, even though we got a little bit into the show more so. Um, even when when they when uh, Dominique was late that one day and he, they needed somebody to make drinks and they had him back there making drinks. And, and that was very triggering to him. Like yeah. he was very, he was very bothered um, by that. So I think that, um, I think that that is a good point. And, and, and sometimes people don't even need to, when you have people who struggle with substance abuse, alcohol, they don't need to be in that environment with environment, that yeah. substance at all. Just seeing it, just hearing it, you know, some stuff can trigger just the thought of memory, remembering when, when, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that's an important um, thing um, that uh, uh, important that you brought that up. That's, that's not a, that's not an easy, easy task or easy hurdle. Yeah. So that's a, like you said, Betty, that's a lot for them to even ask him to make drinks because the slightest thing, just to smell mm-hmm. alcohol. Shit, it could be just you pouring something over the ice. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, Anything and, could, could trigger him. You know, we just don't know. And that goes back to that employee engagement. Had You know, if people are not, if you are the, you know, we're not talking about a, a 500 employee. We're talking about this restaurant where you should be able to get some insight. Because I'm pretty sure if if, if, the, if the auntie Bertha and Joyce and uh, uh, what's her name? Nora can get a feel for everybody. You being the owner with your name on the line, because people, we could be honest, uh, reality TV come and go. You can have a bad season on reality TV and niggas would dismiss you all together. And you at least want to be able to say, I can't get this Bravo check no more, but OLG is standing on his own because we have a good product that can't be denied. So you may not like me, but you can't deny we putting out good food. But when people stop liking you and you got a bad product, that's just, you know, the internet is let undefeated. Me, let me just say this too. Um, I know we actually started talking about already, um, the Candy and the Gang show when they first premiered the first couple episodes. But I would be okay with watching Candy and the Gang without Candy. Me too. I love I would be okay yeah. watching yeah. the, the yeah. gang. Like just let <laughs> us watch the gang. <laughs> but you know, that <laughs> might that might be that might be their goal. They're kind of just using their name for clout right now just to get okay. the viewers. But if you really think about it, they're not really, mm, this last episode, they were more visible, but the uh, I would say the episode before that, maybe they had like a five minute segment. So that's that's a good thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna check for um, in future episodes, like to, just to see how many minutes they actually have within the show, Betty, to see like if we could just kind of eliminate them all together because their cast or their 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 um, their staff, they, they have a lot of personality. Personality, yeah. You know, I would, I would be. I like Brian. I love Brian. Them. I love Brian. He's so, uh, he is so fun. With them egg rolls. Yeah, he just, he's just, a, he just a, a. You can tell that he's a, a good person. He just yes. been through a lot of stuff. He's and, trying. Um, yeah, he's trying. He's so full of life. Yep. I really like yep. him. I actually like all of them. Shandrika yeah. is. I like love. Torin. Yeah, I like Torin too. Shandrika uh, is and is one that like just her. really 
just bothers me a little bit. But, She's messy. You know, yeah, because when she was like all on Patrick, I mean, all on um Patrick mm-hmm. about saying whatever it was that you said, then you're going to try to flip it on him and say he said it. Girl, if you don't like, like uh, the the what's the cook name? He said if you don't get your messy ass. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Patrick, can can we um can we start a GoFundMe to um give him a, his to, to, his to, clothes? To, no, no, for oh. for his back. Because when it comes to that woman of his, he has no backbone. Oh, he get no backbone. <laughs> oh, you too. Yeah. <laughs> what's this woman name? Uh, I was Safari. Like, what? I was like, what's Safari. Safari. <laughs> he he don't have no backbone when it comes to that woman. Like she shuts him down quick, and he just be like. Okay. <laughs> he like one of, he no like one of them, whatsoever. He like one of the men to just happen to have a woman. So he just yeah. don't, you know what I'm saying? And, and maybe even women, you know, I don't know. He and if we can be all honest too, I don't think that Patrick might he might he might have been in the class with just a few students. Um, <laughs> oh, I was trying no. to find a nice way to say that, so I'm glad you said it that way because I was just gonna say he act like he a little slow. <laughs> oh no, he had a, a, a real close knit class there may, experience. Yeah, so I'm glad you said it that way because uh, my man's he he's he, precious. He is precious. He's precious. Sweet, friend. bless his heart. <laughs> bless his heart. All right. <laughs> well, this is what we gonna do before we, we dig ourselves into a deeper hole. We're going to take a brief break, and then when we come back, y'all know it's prom season, so we got to talk prom do's and don'ts, and you better not, so (laughs) stick around. We'll be back shortly. So now we're discussing prom do's, don'ts, and you damn sure bet not. What's a prom do this year? Uh, We're going to start with Betty on this one. A prom do. (laughs) Prom students better get your ass a job. That's what the do is. (laughs) Do pay for your own prom. (laughs) Do do pay for something. Because these prom prices is ridiculous. Um, I definitely feel like kids should be chipping in. They want all (laughs) kinds of stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, You about to be fresh as hell in that school gymnasium. Or, um, you know, (laughs) at the Rooster Tail. Get it together, buddy. Like, this is not your wedding. This is not... uh, I don't know what these kids is thinking prom is. Like, I'm really be trying to get my son is going to prom this year, and I'm really trying to get him insight on what the prom is and what the prom ain't. But I think Buddy think that his promise is the Last Supper or something. Like, <laughs> he thinks it is the Oscars. I, <laughs> like, he owed for a Grammy. <laughs> like, Buddy, like, you ain't did that much work for this. Like, I, <laughs> I can't even justify spending this. Like, you, you want me to work all month to pay for your prom. Is that something? <laughs> You know how much lipstick I got to pay? I got to buy about these Giuseppe shoes? Oh, yeah. He out there. Nada, what is a prom do? Uh, I'm going to just say keep it classy. Okay, do keep it classy. Because some of these young ladies, the way that they be dressing now, like, it's tacky to me. Like, all this revealing skin and stuff and, you know, these <laughs> tight dresses on these um underdeveloped bodies and stuff like oh, girl no. you know what no. i'm saying like you 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 just keep it classy whatever you do, do make sure you always keep it classy i gotta double back on not as do <laughs> as far as far as from a cost perspective um now see here's the thing i think i think there's a double standard on it for the girls obviously you know most people think that they have to spend a, money, a lot of money because it's a girl Mm-hmm. And she's basically supposed to look absolutely gorgeous, which he is. 
And then I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a double standard where the guys are not supposed to spend as much on on their prom um, as a girl, but the guys have really been stepping their game up. You know, I like to see the young adults look nice, uh, but we're not written no Lambos, we're not written no Bentleys, <laughs> we're not doing none of that. Not yes, a- you will look nice. Listen, we're not getting no helicopters. So wait a minute, you going uh, to prom? Don't. My you son on a Lamborghini truck. The prom, so wait a minute, what's the, the prom, prom don't now? The prom dudes is keep it classy, you know, and get whatever was within your budget. Like you can look classy with with any type of budget. You can prom don'ts. Prom don'ts is like just be over the top. Like we don't need no um, entrance with a helicopter because <laughs> the high school or the venue that you're going to is right down the street. So maybe a 15 minute ride at, at tops. Um, what else is it? What, what else is? Uh, uh, Betty, what's a prom don't? Don't ask for shit. <laughs> for the whole, for the whole two months, three months, four months leading up to prom, don't ask for a mother thing. Don't ask me for nothing. Don't ask me. You can't even ask me. Don't ask me for nothing. You don't need no gas money. You better catch the bus. I don't know what to tell you. It's real. This prom thing is serious. Okay, so I'm the type of parent where as long as you perform it. And you got grades. I've never had no issues. As long as you perform and give me what I what I want, you get I'm gonna you give want. you what you want okay. in, in return. No you, hell, in no. my I eyes, you earned that. it. I can't do that. It. But there's still a limit. Like like I said, no helicopters, <laughs> no Bentleys. Yes, you'll get a nice rental, a nice luxury car, but even a chauffeur maybe. Um, my girlfriend just no. told me how much she paid for her daughter to have a chauffeur in her prime car. I know you fucking lying. <laughs> fucking lying i'm not paying no two thousand dollars for your ass to, to get Listen, dropped off at that for fucking day? Prime and back when my, for when like my four, hours. Prime, for four hours when my nephew went to prom he had, a dog ass ride. He, he had a dog ass beans but his daddy rented that tux <laughs> and that's what i'm saying now that that's i think that's where the disconnect he was i think but i think that's where the disconnect is with these kids because i i wouldn't mind renting you a, a nice vehicle or whatever but you're not driving it? Absolutely not. You think I'm about to rent you a $1,000 or $2,000 a day car? You think you're about to drive it with your inexperienced driving ass? <laughs> y'all out here y'all out here tearing up these... You uh, out here tearing uh, up Malibus and fucking focuses and you think I'm about to let you exactly. have a Lamborghini truck? <laughs> y'all out here tearing up these 96 Impalas and you want a Lamborghini on prime night. You, Why the you hell? Fucking, you parking in front the of the house scratching up your own damn tires. And you sitting there thinking I'm about to rent you this vehicle. Is you crazy? <laughs> Hell yeah, your parents about to drive it. What, what kind of parent is letting their kids drive these cars? Right. I'm telling you right now, anything I got to sign on the dotted line for, baby, it, you should <laughs> not be driving it. Okay? I don't know what's, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's so preposterous to me. Like, you know, I got a, I had a motto for my kids. And Nada took, okay, so Nada said two things that I wanted to touch on real quick. So one of the things that she said was that these girls are dressing <laughs> um, provocatively for their so underdeveloped you, bodies. Go so ahead. now we get into the promise. You damn sure bad not, but go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I think that a lot of times their prom is a difficult time to dress young ladies for a couple of reasons. One, because they're they're going from adolescence to adulthood. 
So some of these young ladies are entering into young adulthood, 18 years old, 19 years old. And some of their bodies are very developed. And some things that may look- But you don't have to reveal it, not no, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that. What I'm Slow saying down. is that some things that may not be as provocative looking on a smaller or a, a, as you say, girl, let me get my story out. Um, <laughs> or on an underdeveloped body, it's not going to be the same on a fuller, a fuller figure body. young lady. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So something, I, hear that, man. I think that with women probably, I mean, with women and you mothers, when I say women, what mothers probably need to start doing is definitely dressing their daughters for their body types. And I think that they, they I think that they give the kids too much leeway with um, selecting the, the dresses that they wear to prom mm-hmm. because you don't necessarily have to be um, showing everything to, to mm-hmm. look good. And I think that right. that's a misconception. I, we ain't saying that you're about to look like you're going to the prom in the 60s, but I think that there's a way that you can do it where you still have elegance in class. Mm-hmm. Um, like the belly definitely won't be out. What do you need to show your stomach for on prom? And you, and you know what else? Not a, and, and a lot of times I think that mothers dress their daughters and, and I found this to be true a lot of times. Um, women allow their daughters to wear things that they wish that they could wear. Oh. Either yeah. when they were going to prom or because their body is not the same body that they had 20 years ago. So they kind of live vicariously through their daughters. Through their and daughters. I, think that that, Absolutely I think that that's happening a lot. Um and I think that um, I, I think the times I think social media is really skewing um, the blurring the lines of what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. But you have to set that standard in your own house. Like, you know, yep. I can't set the standard for you. Um, yep. Another thing that you said now that I want to touch on is <laughs> I just had this conversation and it's like, oh, you get good grades. Oh, you get good grades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean I'm ringing you no fucking two thousand dollar car. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you was in this bitch salutatorian, valedictorian, summa cum laude. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing it. Now, listen, let me tell you, I got this model that I tell my kids all the time. Let's be clear. You will live the life that I can afford to provide to you. And then after such time, you better make the right choices so that you can afford to live the lifestyle that you want to live. And you can do that shit with your own fucking kids. But right now we got a budget (laughs) and this budget means that bills got to be paid tomorrow. Now, unless you set aside something for your go prime me, whatever. mm -mm. I just, I just, the amount of money that kids are trying to spend for prime is just blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind. And I think that kids, I I think kids are brainwashed too. Like these kids don't have a mind of their own. Like you think you got to have somebody name on your ass, somebody name across your foot at the bottom, the the bottom sole in the corner at the very (laughs) back of the heel. You know damn well you ain't wearing these $900. Where is you got to go at 17 that you was wearing these $900 dress shoes again, these loafers? Where'd you wear these two again? To the mall and to the movies. (laughs) <laughs> they ain't never wearing them things again you know what i'm saying like the the suits is like everything is so expensive and it like not to say it don't necessarily have to be expensive like you can you can find a, a nice 200 300 shoe you can find a nice 90 dollar shoe why the shoes gotta be 900 why the shoes gotta be 1300 why am i looking at 1400 shoes who is giuseppe who is Dolce and who is Gabbana? Like, why do we need this? <laughs> who is Chanel? Who is Prada? Why do we need this? Like, I think these kids are so warped. It's, it's just, it's just, 
away. But you know, like you said, Daddy, we like you said, we always try when you talk about the, the, the girls um dresses and the bodies or whatever and us not being able to wear the stuff that our daughters can because of their shape. That goes for like just with anything, especially clothes. Some stuff that we, we may have wanted that we couldn't afford back when we were their age. So we want them to have it because we knew back in our day we couldn't have it and how much that would That's mean to them. So, you know, we, we try to give our kids the things that we liked when we came up. Um, but I, yes, I am the parent where. Who the fuck is we? we? Huh? Who the fuck is we? I'm not giving them <laughs> shit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. They got me fucked as long, up. As long as she hasn't been a problem, like I don't mind giving her giving her the world. Don't give me no trouble. You know, make sure you're being respectful and following the, the house rules. You get your grades. You you gonna get what you want. I mean, okay. to a certain extent. To a certain I'm sitting, extent. I'm sending my kids to not a house. I got not. I got to a certain extent. I got three more. Parts <laughs> they coming, sis. They coming. Listen. <laughs> I, but you know what? Extent. I think, and you know what? I think for me. I think I was a different kind of kid, though. Like, I think I was a different kid. I was more conscious. So when I'm, I'm going to tell y'all how my prom went. And I was a, a a great student. Like, I, you know, I had a full scholarship. I was a great student. Um, National Honor Society, I was a great student. I never really got in trouble. Um, probably a little, you know, a little sneaky, whatever. <laughs> but that's beside the point. And I, and I worked my ass off. Like, I worked like a full-time ass schedule yeah, and went right. to school and you know did sports also so um my prom I I knew like I, I just knew like I was conscious like I, I did my own got my own hair my own nails I think I even paid for my own dress like I paid for like I paid for a lot of my own stuff and it wasn't because I didn't want to burden my mama like I didn't I knew the shit was expensive mm. and I didn't want to be like you know, I didn't know what everybody else was paying for that stuff and and I and I told this to my son he's like we went to the um He's getting his suit from um, uh, um, Taylor in the uh, Eastern Market area downtown, and um, and he's like, my friend went there and his suit was like thirty three hundred. What the fuck is on this suit? Crickets, right? So we got his suit and we got the price for his suit and his uh, shirt and you know all of his accessories, everything. And I said, Quinn, I said, so you really out here thinking that Brody paid $3,300 for this suit? <laughs> Not in it with the Brody. And he, I'm like, that's what's wrong with y'all kids. Like, y'all are so fascinated with, oh, he paid this much, so I got to pay this much. Like, that's not real life. That's not real life. Why y'all so worried about what the next person pay for their stuff? You letting your situation define be defined by how much somebody else is paying for something. That makes absolutely no sense to me. That's like me. That's like me saying, "Not a, not a, how much was that bag? That bag was thirty two hundred. Oh, let me go get me a thirty two hundred dollar bag. Hell no. Nah. That's not how life works. Like, why? Is, why is people brainwashed like this? I would say when you're in a high school age, that level of thinking. I don't have a problem with because you're in high school. It's all about, you know, it's all about showmanship. It's all about flashiness. But when you 30, 40, 50, and you still got that mentality, then that's when I think you run into a problem. Uh, I just remember being in church and some of the younger kids were going to prom and just that's back when Joe jeans were, were popular. And, uh, you know, that, that's what young folks are supposed to do. They're supposed to be gravitating towards name, brand, uh, name brands. 
like we had Tommy Hilfiger, Polo. When we were younger. Now it's Versace, Gucci. You know, the kids just... was wearing kids was wearing Versace <laughs> when I was in high school. Um, you know, kids were wearing Versace. Kids were wearing, you know, labels and you know things that were a little bit more higher end. When I was in high school, I went to King, so King was a little bit yeah. fashion showish. Um, but at the same time, I am a believer that you don't have to have somebody's label to look good at all. Period. I see people with labels all the time looking just as tacky as they want to be. Um, I think that people think that if you spend a certain, and you know, it's so bad that people will wear some off season ass shit and be like, they killing the game. Buddy, I see, I see what you got going on there, but this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, this is for this, this outfit right here is for spring. Just speak it's on winter. that, Betty. It's, it's, it's summer. It's summer, sir. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's winter. Yeah. Like, you, you made a good point because people people equate the, the cost of some of their garments to be, when they put it on, oh, they look good. No. You don't. You still have to have the build for that. Like, some <laughs> of these big dudes be squoze up in these little ass skinny suits. jeans and stuff. And, the European and sweaters. Yeah. Benny, if I see, and, and they, they don't be rocking them right, they be, the pants be flooding, and then they had the nerve to have on like a sweater be above these, your belly a little white bit. dress socks, like come on, <laughs> and they be on, they be posting talking about yeah, I feel good today. It's good to feel good, but you know, just because you spent that amount of money doesn't necessarily mean you you know you look good. You know what I'm saying? You can kill yeah. a game. You can kill a game in anything. Like if you know how to dress, Absolutely. you can kill a game in anything. And Absolutely. that's what I'll be trying to stress the importance of. But you know, these kids, they don't hear that. All they all they hear is name, 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 name. Because name. well, that's what I'm saying. In that age, in that, in that element, high school, it's it is all about the name brand. It's it not necessarily about, about how you can put yourself together. Because they're not really, they're not necessarily checking for the actual style. They're right. looking for the logo. Well, they I mean, they that's all they're it, yeah. looking for. Because who because who how is they gonna and this is this is my thing? When the real world hits your ass, how you gonna be able to afford that? What you they gonna not. be doing? What you gonna be doing at 18 <laughs> to make that kind of money to buy that? And this is your standard. This is your standard. So that means that you gotta have the right kind of job, the right kind of training. So that you can elevate yourself, so that you can afford this lifestyle that you've been perpetrating the fraud of for all of these years. Like these kids got to but, but a harsh word. I think That's the kids understand word. who got fraud. it and who, and who don't really have it. I, we many, were... many, I don't think they do. Now let me tell you something. Now you know, I had this conversation with my friend, and um, his son is going to prom. They prom is a little different. Okay. These inner city urban kids are wired differently i agree they are wired differently they're they are wired and their perception is way off from reality it is and it's and it's it's almost like um i i it it just blows my mind like the 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 stuff that i hear the stuff that i hear the stuff that i see i just i just it blows my mind it blows my mind it's it's kind of to what they're exposed to, like the, the the culture itself. All the hip hop artists, what do you see? What do you see? You can log on to any rapper's page right now, any um well known female or male. Uh, yeah. Right. What they gonna have on? Lots of diamonds, lots of designer. And when they listen to that type of music every single day, what you expect? And 
Right. <laughs> the you song know, they, say they want... Versace, Versace, Versace. But I don't think I don't even think that they realize. Like a lot of times, these kids don't realize the cars be rented. They don't realize the jewelry is rented. They don't care about that the part. Car, they don't realize the clothes is rented. You know, and that's another thing. You know, like I'm glad that I do have um, sensible kids. You know, some of them are very sensible. Uh, but I just got that one that's just a little different. <laughs> he young, just fly, one, flashy. He just <laughs> a, little, a little different. But um, I think that you know, I you know, I have to say you don't know what these people is doing to get this money if they do have it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it, it just ain't falling from a tree. It just ain't it, it just ain't falling from a tree. I just think when it comes to prom. I'm all about the extravagant within certain means, meaning like you can, you know, you can get some designer shoes, but I'm not paying no 700. We can stick around maybe 253. You can, you know. Three, I think 300 yeah. is a price. I That's mean, a good price. a little bit more than out. I would want to spend because, you know, I, I, I feel like we... Spend. I feel like we can do a good 200. Like, I feel like we can get a, <laughs> right. a nice shoe for 200. Like, we can go off rack somewhere and find you something. Right. You know, in there. I was mad because I had to pay, like, my son has. I think I told y'all that like his arms is like 36 yep. inch. Like we had to special order his shirt. And my cousin, she was like, girl, if y'all don't cut the fucking elbows out of one of them shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so he, like, he's what he's like, nigga, like what they he's like thin and lanky. Very thin and very lanky. Yeah. Very, well, he ain't as thin as he used to be, but he's very, very, he has his a arms very long, long wing, Very, <laughs> so, very long. So he like a 12 in his collar. 37 left sleeve. It is. He's the 36 left. Yeah, so he's the 36. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you almost got it right. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, you know, but my cousin said, if y'all don't cut them, goddamn. So she was like, we can find him a suit on Amazon. And she was like, I bet you we can find a suit on Amazon that's going to be uh, like that suit that he got. I'm like, girl, now nah, he ain't about to wear no Amazon suit. Like this, we ain't, now we a little thrifty, but I ain't trying to, my son, like, if I got to wear an Amazon suit, I'm just ain't going to go. <laughs> <laughs> a, after the podcast there's a funny story i want to share with y'all about um about that topic about not being able just to fit the standard <laughs> dress shirt i'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, Lord. With y'all but yeah so that so, what we're saying is that you know do enjoy yourself do have a good time don't <laughs> do get your ass a job do and get a job six months prior do to pay Shit. At least buy uh, your own prime tickets. God damn, do something. <laughs> Shit. You said definitely buy your don't. Gas? <laughs> Shit, something. And I don't was uh don't be out here blowing money that you know you you sure don't have. And I you bet not is don't be putting don't be having your titties out at a, at the tender age of 16, 17, 18, depending on what year you going to prime with these back dads. All the way down to your ass. Like we don't need to see the crack of your ass. And one man. thing, one thing I want to touch on that. One thing I want to touch on that. The resale game is so strong these days mm. that even okay, if you speak on it. Even if you were to pay like a thousand dollars for some shoes or something. I see what you're saying. You know. Like you said, you want to spend two, three hundred dollars tops. You could easily, ooh, we it's about to storm really bad here. I'm, my apologies. Um, you can flip the the thousand. You can, get, for eight. Get, you can flip your it. money back. So yeah. even if you can sell it back for maybe seven or eight hundred, that makes if sense. If you can sell it for seven or eight hundred, I mean, you can look at it as okay. I did spend two hundred. I got you know most of my money back. That was a good. That's a good point. And you're right. And point. and dresses and stuff. Listen, my problem but you have to like go forty in. bucks. You have to go in with that mentality and that intent. Okay, we're buying these shoes knowing that, you know, when prom is over, 
So like about shoe Cinderella. He about to have them. He about to have them shoe covers taped on the bottom. That you better not scuff nothing under it. You better walk on off. Take the motherfucking shoes and off. You, you and then another thing, another thing you have to kind of take into consideration. You have to take into consideration the kid too, because like, say if you have a kid that's working, and you know that they're responsible, yeah. you might be able just to reach, reach them, reach, reach uh, meet them halfway. Okay, you want these thousand dollar shoes? You working? Save up your money. Yeah, if you, absolutely. If you save up this amount of money, I'll meet you halfway and help you. Absolutely. Get them. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So there's 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 different routes that you could take to having making sure that they have the best time of their lives. Um, I can't. You know what? I can't wait. I can't wait till my son come home and be like, "My prom wasn't even all that for me to spend that much money." Does it really I can't know? fucking wait. Yeah, that's what I was about Man, to I say. can't wait. <laughs> Man, I can't wait till this nigga come home disappointed. Like, yeah, I'm telling you right now, I mean, I want him to have a good time, but I really want him to come home and be like, we ain't even have to spend that much money. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I think can't. the best thing, the best, the best part of prom is what before when you take, oh, we when you take, <laughs> when you take all, the take pictures. All, the pictures the all the pictures and afterwards. Um, yeah, the prom send off and afters when you're hanging with your friends. The prom itself, don't nobody be caring for real. Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to continue this conversation on the Facebook page. So make sure you post your do's and don'ts and you bet not for prom. And before we Should sign we- out, Oh, go ahead. Hold on. Should we post our prom pictures? Y'all want to do that? I got to find my prom picture. I think my prom picture is, uh, I think my prom picture is readily available on my page, actually. I don't think mine is. Some of floating around somewhere. But before we sign out, my name is Ben, and to my right. You got me. You got Nada. Thanks for hanging with us, with us y'all, once again. Um, to my right, who we got? It's Betty, y'all. Peace. Peace. So we'll see you all next time. Make sure you tap into our Facebook page and tell us some of your prom do's and don'ts. See you all next time. Deuces.